If you see my spatula and my apron sitting on your front steps, just know I'm upstairs going hard. Bing bong. On today's My Dad's Chef, flour tortillas, hard shell tacos, tortilla bowls. What is your ideal taco night taco shell? Also, the difference between Chipotle's bowl, taco salad, burritos. We dive in a big taco night. Bill, Bill was feeling good. It's a big Bill episode. Bill was feeling a taco night. So we're going to dive in that to start. Uh, we're going to go into the new segment again, fair or foul. We're going to talk about a very unique hot chicken sandwich. Our food fact of the week. And as always, stir in the pot. All right. Let's get cooking. the grill bitch it's my dad's a chef presented by what do you mean productions and sponsored by Tommy's tamales it, fuck i don't remember how to set ayo ayo some picantes there you go Tommy's tamales i'm your host kyle alongside bill and our dads are chefs we know what we're talking about how you doing <laughs> just the straight how you doing how you doing how you doing keep moving how you doing? Keep moving. I'm doing good, though. Uh, I went with a little Spanish flair. I have myself have never learned Spanish. I took French in high school. So that was a big that was big for me. Shout out Tommy's tamales. Yeah, Tommy's tamales. Yeah. Ellos son picantes. Ellos son picantes. Nice. You did very well, though. Nice job. I like how you took a deep breath. He was, for the listeners, he was very, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh not confident in pronouncing Aosom Picantes. That's true. I have I have no like flair in me. I have no ability to roll letters in me either. So I feel like a Spanish like I feel like the biggest part of speaking a language is like kind of mimicking the accent of the dialect for the language. So I'm not really good at like a Spanish accent. I was pretty good at a French accent though. Not say, Spanish. Say croissant. Croissant. <laughs> you set me up for that one. I know. <laughs> Welcome to the pod, everybody. We hope everybody's doing well. So this week, yeah, speaking of Spanish flair, uh, Billy, uh, you have a taco night tomorrow night or something? You want to go into tortilla bowls? It's just kind of general. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of habit. I like to uh, do some taco nights every now and then. Usually about once every two weeks, we'll have a taco night. I've been buying tortilla bowls recently instead of just doing straight tortillas or just taco shells. And they're pretty good. I like I like them for the sense of it really contains everything. You put the meat at the bottom and it's like built up enough that it can contain all the lettuce, sour cream, salsa, cheese, rice, whatever else you're putting into it. And I get the larger, there's, there's like a small version and a big version. I get the big version. There's a lot you can put onto it. It's almost like you're holding a soft shell taco in this shape of a hard shell taco. Very interesting. So I just wanted to see how you felt about me doing that. I feel like that's something that you would be opinionated about. What, taco, taco tortilla bowls? Yeah, like, like the fact awesome. that, 
Okay, I was gonna. I, I feel Thank like that's awesome. one of those things that you would be like, yeah. bro. I, no. You don't do a taco show. You don't do a hard taco show, bro. What the fuck? Dog, that's not tortilla- authentic, dog. No, tortilla bowls are fun <laughs> as fuck. No, that it's like a burrito bowl at Chipotle, but you can eat it. You can eat the bowl. Like that's fun. You know, that's the way I look at it. I mean, so you mentioned Chipotle. So when you go to Chipotle, are you a bowl guy, salad guy? You get the burrito. Bowl. I burrito. feel like. I feel like when I first started to go to Chipotle, I was like peer pressured into getting burritos. So, like I, I would always go with like a group of people and everybody would get burritos. And I was a pretty self-conscious eater back in my youth, back in time, like 16, 17 years old. I, I felt like I was still kind of learning how to properly eat. I remember one time my dad told me if I went on a date with a girl and ate the way I did that she would leave. He also taught me how to cut a rotisserie chicken. So that way, if I ever had to eat a rotisserie chicken at a date night. Your dad I, taught you how to cut a rotisserie chicken too. Yes. For a specific reason of I wouldn't embarrass myself in front of a female at a date. Yep. But <laughs> I don't know how we got there from talking Our about dads Chipotle. Are For me, I think that I think they overdo it with burritos at Chipotle. That's why I always get a bowl. But you don't need to put that much shit on the burrito. That's why free ad for this. Shout out Tacos Lupita. Haverhill, sit. Where is it? Lawrence Mass. Shout out Lupita. That's where I will only go to get burritos. Like, that's, I won't get a burrito. Because, like, Chipotle, they just pack that shit in. Unless you're really good at eating burritos, then, like, half the time that shit's going to break and that burrito's going to fall apart. You're going to end up putting it in a bowl anyway. Like, and the bowls are just way more convenient. They're way more easier. They kind of become, I think, become the staple of Chipotle other than the burrito. Like, people are more likely to get bowls at Chipotle than, you know, a burrito, let's be completely honest, because they're just huge and they break easy. That's why I go somewhere completely different to go get a burrito, where they know what they're doing. They know how to portion it out. I will say sometimes with a burrito, especially at Chipotle, they're very poor with how well distributed some of the contents of the burrito are within it. Yeah, like you'll get a bunch of chicken and no rice or vice versa. You would get extra guac. They like they hook it up, but if you can't roll my burrito, don't give me that much guac. guac. I mean, let's be real. Have you ever done that trick where you ask them to give you one serving of meat and then after they already give you a big portion because they give you like a one portion? You ask for a second portion and they give you, they have to give you like an equal sized portion. No, I never thought of that actually. I forget where I saw that, but I saw that a long time ago. I don't think I've ever really enacted it myself. I'm typically a pretty standard one serving kind of guy. I like bowls too, though. I like bowls and asking for the side of taco tortillas. I don't ask for a burrito tortilla, I ask for the taco tortillas because they're smaller and kind of more easier to work with and i don't have to deal with a whole ass tortilla it's just it's just tortilla bowls are let's going back to tortilla bowls tortilla bowls are just very we're talking about convenience like the burrito bowl it's convenient whereas to like yeah you know you eat the stuff inside and you just eat the bowl after that's just the only difference like it's just convenient that's why i like tortilla bowls and they're fun they're fun as fuck 
Yeah, they are fun as fuck. I would highly recommend on your next taco night to consider these taco bowls. They really are a game changer. Especially if you're know. somebody if you're somebody like Kyle who uh, c- cries about hard shell tacos. I like hard shell. True. Fuck a hard shell taco. Hey, have you listened to our ASMR of the month yet? Have you joined the contest on our Instagram page? If you haven't, make sure you head over to at my dad's a chef pod, check out the ASMR of the month post for the month you're listening at, and see what you can win. Hey, thanks, Bill, for telling us about the month's fuck. <laughs> hey, Bill, thanks for telling no, us about no, the no, ASMR no, of the no, month. No, 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 keep this in. No, 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 no. <laughs> Cut the shit. You're not thanking yourself. I am thanking myself. You got any? You know, you got any hints? Any hints for the yes? So as you all know, every every week of the podcast, we do give another hint. And this week's hint is that it is a green vegetable. It's a lot of green vegetables. So good luck. Well, if you remember last week's hint, it was that nobody got it right, and there were a couple green vegetables that were guessed on last week's episode. Did say celery was a uh, was a good uh, was a good guess, but not good enough. Not for this month's ASMR of the month. So get those votes in and uh, chance to win a $10 gift card. If you're like Billy, you might go to use it to dunks. What would you use it for? I don't know. That's the thing. You know, I'd think about it. Of a whole month. We so should just offer a wheel. That's huh? what we should start. We should offer a wheel. We should do like an Instagram live where we spin the wheel for the person. Ooh. Whatever, whatever restaurant it lands on, they get. That's a good. That's a good idea. You know, and and if you guys like that idea, let us know. And Billy, where can they tell us this idea? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at my dad's a chef pod. We would love to hear your guys' opinion about the ASMR of the month. See your entries and see what restaurant you would choose. Speaking of opinions, do you know what it's time for? It's the second edition of Fair or Foul. We do that live, by the way. Where the listeners are the umpires. And we go over some of the most unique sports stadium foods to ever exist. Now, Billy has a floor this week. This one's interesting. See if it tops the Dilly Dog, which if you haven't voted on yet, thanks for voting. If you hadn't, you should have voted. Vote for this next one. This week, we're talking Sacramento Kings in the Golden One Center. We are looking at their donut and spiced chicken sandwich, which is a vanilla glazed brioche donut, a sriracha buffalo chicken, a buttermilk coleslaw, and house pickles. And the chicken, by the way, is massively oversized. Look at a picture of it right now. It's kind of intense. It reminds me of uh, like a donut burger. Never had a donut burger. Eat a donut burger. I like donut burgers. It's like disgusting, but at the same time, so beautiful. Yeah, it's so bad for you, but it's so good. So I love that. I love the coleslaw on this. But I think this could be a hit or miss depending on how much coleslaw is on it. I'm a big slaw guy, especially on sandwiches. I, I fuck with it heavy. I remember when I was in Louisville, when I would get barbecue, I used to get brisket 
and with my i used to get toast with it and every time i used to make a little sandwich i used to throw all my coleslaw on there it was the best part would you rather it be like a creamier coleslaw or would you rather it be a more vinegary coleslaw i say creamier because it balances out the hot more yeah so we're looking at a brioche donut by the way i know brioche is one of your favorite bread types so do you do you think that it being a brioche donut would make a difference than it just being like a normal plain donut i mean if it's glazed it's a donut i mean i don't think it's going to be making any difference because a brioche donut is just type the, the type of donut. It's just like the, the texture is different. But if it's glazed and, I mean, it is categorized as a donut where it has that potency in dough, then. I'm seeing it be described as light and airy, sugar glaze on top. It has more egg and butter than a normal donut does. It honestly sounds like, it sounds like a Krispy Kreme donut. I could see it being like a Krispy Kreme right. donut. Yeah, right. I see what you mean by that. Like a fresh one, like when the hot sun's on. Shout out Krispy Kreme. So now the question to you, is this fair or foul? I think it's fair because I think there's a good balance in between it. The I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder it again. Brochi, the brochi, brochi, brioche donut. I think is, you know, light enough to where it's easy to handle. It just happens to be a donut and it's glazed. So I think it's fair. Yeah. Oh, I, I a thousand percent think it's fair. I think we're two for two on things being fair. Again, right over the center field wall. There's no doubt about this one. Good save. Good save. Nice job. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning my baseball references slowly but surely. Yeah, I because like you said earlier, I I can it to a donut burger, and if a donut burger can work, I feel like a chicken has a better flavor profile that goes with a donut better compared to a burger. Well, they could be better too because you can't like fry a burger. Let's be real; you can fry chicken. You can make chicken crispy. I think crispy chicken goes well with it, other than just a like a burger is like a. I mean, that's its own thing. But a crispy chicken sandwich with a donut bun, I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty fire. Especially if you do like, ooh, I'm I'm like thinking one in my head right now. It's like a normal plain donut, glazed, crispy chicken, maple syrup. Ooh, you could do like a chicken and waffles, bro. Oh, I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna write that down. Give us your recipe for it. Next pod. Tune in the next pod to hear the recipe of my chicken and waffles donut burger or sandwich, whatever it's going to be called. Scotty Flay will get called up for that one. I could, I could ask him to make it and like see how it is. And if it's good enough, then I'll bring it to the pod next week. And as always, we would love to hear from you guys on whether you think this is fair or foul. Be sure to check out our Instagram page to see not only the poll, but the results as well. Our food fact of the week this week comes from needtoknowfacts.com. Need to know facts? Go to needtoknowfacts.com.
this week we have a pretty interesting one. Did you know that Nutella consumes 25% of the world's hazelnut crop? The making of Nutella is big business, and perhaps nothing illustrates that fact more than the fact that one out of every four hazelnuts that are picked across the world go into a jar of Nutella. That means that 25% of all hazelnuts are found in Nutella jars. Nutella was based off an old family recipe that the inventor, Ferraro Rocher, found and modernized. It helped make him the richest man in all of Italy, with a net worth of over $26 billion at the time of his passing. Billion dollars. $26 billion. And that is the food fact of the week presented by needtoknowfacts.com. Need to know facts? Go to needtoknowfacts.com. I got to be honest. I'm not big on Nutella. Yeah, let's keep it real here. Let's let's open the discussion and let's have an honest conversation to our listeners, to ourselves, to everybody around the world. Nutella is extremely overrated. It is overrated. It's an unnecessary, like you're not fucking doing anything special eating Nutella over anything else. I mean, let's be real here. It's fake chocolate tasting to me almost. It's too sweet. Nutella is just way too sweet for me. Like people are like, oh, it's, a, it's like a peanut butter substitute. No, it's like, no, it's not. It's just not. I've heard it presented more of a chocolate substitute than a peanut butter substitute. I've heard other. I mean, that's just what I heard from my sister. But, you know, she's her own thing. But she's a big Nutella person. I'm I'm not. I mean, like I see people put the Nutella sticks all the time and those look okay. I just never would like go out of my way to be like, yeah, I want Nutella with like my like whatever the fuck I'm eating that day. No, I completely agree. I think it's insane that Nutella is so popular and yields 25% of the crop. That's a lot. I'm looking, I'm looking at, so I'm looking, I'm looking into it more and like, I'll be straight up honest. Like you're not eating, like people will be like, yo, I eat way more healthy. I eat Nutella. No, you're fucking not, dude. You're not eating more healthy. Eating Nutella. It's all a trick because they emphasize the hazelnuts probably and they emphasize like, oh, it could be like a substitute. It's not a substitute. It's just another option. Let's be real. I don't think Nutella is good at all. And I'll, it's got a lot I'll, of sugar. Yeah, it's just sugary. It's, it's, more, really, it's too sweet. Do you want to know what I know about Nutella? What do you know about Nutella? Why I don't Wait, but um, but um, but um, but um, but um, but um, breaking news, more. breaking news out of my dad's a chef tonight. Mm-hmm. Kyle Flanagan reveals the secrets of Nutella. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> it's got like twenty something percent more sugar than frosting that you put on like cakes and shit. It's got more sugar than that. That makes sense why I don't like it because I fucking hate birthday cake frosting. No, I love it. It's but, that but, is the definition of too sweet. Nutella is a fraud frosting substitute. There we go. That's a good way to categorize Nutella. Like imagine eating a cake Nutella is fraud frosting. Yeah. It tastes like chocolate. It's like, it's like shitty chocolate. How is frosting healthier than Nutella? I think about that. I don't know. Think about that. That's like. That's almost like, how does Billy 
not like anything that's flavored orange. It's just, I, well, that's at least it's just weird. It's weird, man. That's at least like not unpopular. Like they make like Nutella like donuts now and shit. I've had a Nutella donut before. It like I'm not really a big filling donut guy anyway. The only filling donuts I like are jelly donuts. Hell yeah! And I would just say that a Nutella filled donut, not good. Can't imagine. I feel like it's wicked overpowering. It is that. That's exactly what it is. Because a donut's already sweet enough. I mean, we are. We've already talked enough about donuts tonight. But no, well, it, it's like donuts. It's way over. It's way too overpowering for what it has to be or what's supposed to be. You know what I mean? That's that's exactly how I feel about it. It just overpowers whatever you eat it with. In eating it straight is just disgusting. You might as well fucking take Hershey's chocolate syrup that you make your little chalky milk with and fucking shove that down your throat. No facts like go eat five chocolate bars before you eat nutella straight up i fucking hate nutella i'll i'm gonna put that out into the world right now sorry nutella if you ever want to sponsor us i fucking hate nutella wow we we're anti we're very anti nutella this is like well i never had it growing up either because my sister's allergic to tree nuts so we never had any nutella in the house and even when i would go over a friend's house and have like a nutella sandwich disgusting actually disgusting i had it with fruit one time like i had it with like chopped up banana i couldn't it ruined my banana experience it ruined my it ruined it i'll be honest i had it what was the other time i had nutella i had nutella on a bagel that was a bad idea that sounds disgusting not even if it was the right kind of bagel it would be disgusting it was uh, everything, and that's fucking disgusting. That's that's sinful. You should yeah, never put anything that is so- butter. Well, dude, or cream we didn't have cheese. any cream cheese. We didn't have any cream cheese. Do you have butter? Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to add butter to. You just do a light butter. At that point, you just do a light butter. You know what I mean, though. It's like unnecessary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sodium and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a clean eater. You're a clean eater. A, a faux clean eater, at least. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do what I can. Can't even anything, argue the point. <laughs> anything for the kids. Um, but yeah, no, Nutella stinks. It's not good. Long story short, if you're pro Nutella, let us know and tell us why we're wrong. But you're probably not going to convince us otherwise because our dads are chefs and we know more than you. So, but you can like try and like talk to us about it and like enlighten us in a way. Are we going to try it? Probably not, but let us know. I'm not going to do it this week. Wow. You're back. Is this what it's like? Is this what it's like when like you lose your dog and somebody finds it weeks later and you have such a joyous reunion with something that you missed so much in your day-to-day life that you just wished would come back to you. And now it has finally come back to me. The floor is yours. The stage is yours. With a tear in my eye, ladies and gentlemen, I am back introducing the only reoccurring segment on this podcast. God, it feels good to say, stir in the pot. Stir in the pot. 
rattle baby rattle where we debate popular food topics because we can first time that's been said properly in three weeks oh fuck you fuck you too for stealing it in the first place <laughs> hey i'm on you gotta be on your toes man that's true Moving feet, that's true. how you doing keep it moving this week i think this is a pretty interesting debate topic are you a cold dip guy or a hot dip guy? And I will give context to this question if you need me to. Uh, I'll just hear the context. So this past Sunday, or this past Saturday, actually, the New England Patriots stunk against the Buffalo Bills. I went to my girlfriend's boss's house for a party where we all brought an appetizer and I made buffalo chicken dip. Went over pretty well. But there was a lot left over, and obviously we brought it in our own glass Pyrex tray, bowl, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So the next day, we took it out of the fridge after we got home, we put it in the fridge, and my girlfriend went to go put some in the microwave. And I said, dude, trust me, buffalo chicken dip is really good cold, not warm. So she put some in the microwave, she takes some cold still in the bowl. She took a chip of each and she said, you know, I got to admit, there's something about cold buffalo chicken dip. And I said, right, dude, right? So I want to know from you, like, do you tend to, to lean more towards like colder dips or do you like the hot dip? I think this is the, the first stirring the pot where it's even for me. It's just, it's a push. It's split down the middle. It depends what you're eating. Depends what you're dipping. I mean, I like all dips. Dip, big dip guy. Tortilla, here's a good example. Tortilla scoops, right? They go good with buff chick dip, hot or cold. They they go good with chili. I just mine in chili a lot. Or they go good in sour cream. Or they go good in hell of a good dip. No free ads. Same thing with like rippled chips. But... I, I don't know, man. I can't pick a side. They're pretty even for me. It just depends what I'm eating. Am I going to say no to a good dip? I'll go out there right now and say I'm a cold dip guy. Through and through, no questions asked. I'm not a queso guy. Big really? not a queso guy. Yeah, like, isn't that surprising? I really like cheese, too. And I'm not oh a queso God, guy. You get, if you get ground beef in your queso, oh, my God, slaps. I like it, like, I'll, if we have some or if some's available to me to put on a taco, I, I will typically put, like, a little bit on. Not a lot, but a little bit. Because this is what I'm thinking about. There's, like, four or five cold dips that I would instantly put above any I can think of hot dip. French onion dip, number one. Onion dip, cold, is an S-tier dip. Then we got salsa straight out of the fridge. Unreal. Then we got guacamole out of the fridge. Unreal. Like I said, cold buffalo chicken dip, do not sleep on it. You should definitely cook it first. After the fact, leftover buffalo chicken dip cold, slept on. Absolutely slept on. Interesting. I feel like I had another one that I can't think of right now. Oh, the peppermint dip. The peppermint bark cannoli dip. Was cold and that was really fucking good. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one that you mentioned. Yeah, 
like I said, man, I don't know. It just for for me, it just depends what you're eating. And it really does depend on the time of year for me. I can eat hot dip. Like I love hot dip sandwiches. I love all right. Well, there's a difference between a dip sandwich into like a jus or like a Cuban dip into like the the broth or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it is the gravy and then there's dips like dips and chips so you're referring to dips and chips then yes dips and chips oh yeah like same thing same thing you, you really can't because i love dipping tortilla scoops in chili i love doing that it's so good so good so would but, you consider chili a dip though or more like a soup i think wow is it a is chili a dip? I think chili's a dip. I would say chili's a soup. I don't know. Cause like you dip bread into it, that's different. Dip chips into it. I think it's a soup, true. Like I, I think it's a I think it's a soup. I think it's its own thing. No, chili's its own thing. It's like chowder, it's its own thing. Chili's its own thing. Chowder's a soup. Why do they call it chowder? Why do they call lobster bisque a bisque? Still uh, soup. Still soup. So you so chili's a soup to you? I would say chili classifies as a soup, yes. I think chili's its own thing. Because you put an emphasis more on what's in the chili, not what the broth or whatever the water is. Like, chili needs to have the juice, though. Yes, but you emphasize the meat, the beans everything else that's in it over the so what about like an italian wedding soup does the meatballs the pasta listen you're talking, to kid, you're talking to the guy that said soup is overrated fair i did say that it's still a soup though so i'm not going to favor anything towards soups i'm going to call it their own thing except for tomato soup tomato soup fucking slaps all right yeah, a all chicken right. noodle soup fair all right, I'm going to count down from three, and I'm, I want you to answer the question that's at after one. Ready? Three, two, one. What's your favorite kind of dip? Onion dip. That is definitely my favorite kind of dip, too. Onion dip. Buffalo chicken dips, close second, but onion dip for sure. Because you can have a lot of different things with onion dip. You know what I love doing? Little flatbread, little flatbread triangles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The triangles. I think it's actually a tie between onion dip and sour cream. I like sour cream. Just like straight sour cream? Yeah, because you can... I, I like dipping chips in the sour cream. I like sour cream. It's like, uh, ooh, uh, I like sometimes having a little sour cream cup, dip a burrito into it. It's pretty good. So you get, like, extra sour cream. Because I get extra sour cream in my burritos. Sour cream there. Yeah, Fair, I guess I I get I I guess what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But onion dip probably is number one because onion dip you can you know what onion dips go with Fritos. Yes, dude. Yeah. Yes, what an underrated. Yeah. What a good call. Fritos are so good for for dipping. You know what else they're good with? You ever had a bugle before? Yeah, bugle oh. and onion dip is really good too. You fill the you fill the bugle with. Yep, the- you just scoop it right <laughs> up. It's like a little ice cream cone. So I'm more of everything. Billy is a cold dip guy, but we usually agree that onion dip is the goat. Seems like it. Yeah. And if you guys have any opinion on our stirring the pot tonight, make sure you let us know on social media. We have been plugging it out throughout the episode. So at no point should you not know what it is now anymore. 
And as we do at the end of every episode, we like our people to eat. So Kyle, let's give the people their dessert. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you guys for listening again this week. You guys rock. Uh, please like, rate, share the pod. We're hungry. We know you're hungry. We all got to eat. So let's eat. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, a disclaimer, my dads are chefs. We know what we're talking about. Thank you, guys.